This week on the Mothership Podcast. Yeah, but it'll be after World War Three. I don't think I'm surviving that. Oh my god, when's World War Three? I will look now. <laughs> when is it? It's got it's gotta be soon, right? I clicked I clicked uh, interested on the Facebook of uh, 2026 to 2053. 2026? Well, Apparently. At least we'll get the Ahsoka TV show before that. <laughs> I mean, well. Was it not that? Queen entering the ballroom. <laughs> yes! yes! Serving perfection, honey. Unimatrix zero. <laughs> it's been a long road. <laughs> and also, before, before we move, I, I want to end on a light note for Deep Space Nine. Jake Sisko. <laughs> I'm gonna cut the camera. I know exactly where you're going. <laughs> when he's grown up. And welcome to the, the Mothership, Mothership Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about crack. Started already. Oh no! You can probably see what we're going to be talking about today. I'm very excited. This is gonna. This is definitely not the only one we're gonna do. Nope, because there's is, way too much to talk about. Yeah. And um, but. And there's definitely one that. We're gonna have guests. In oh for. yeah, for sure, for sure. And we've already picked you out. So, but before we get to that, what including have you been the one up that's to? not meant to be, well, what have you been up to? Um, you know, just whoring around the ship. Yeah, was it last week we were with Darcy? Yes. That seems like longer. I know. Yeah. Well, we're in the eighty-fifth week of January, so. Yeah. Oh my God, January is going on forever. Like I've kind of had enough. Also today, <laughs> today. The weather, it just, it's, it's not it. It's not it. Um, yeah. You know what? In relation to Star Trek, the 21st century, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. Well, we're, we're getting closer to uh, first contact day, so hopefully. Mm. Only, what? Oh, God, wait. Man. Not if my overlords get here first, because we'll be <laughs> destroying the planet. <laughs> it's... 51 years. From now? Yeah. Oh, bitch, I'll be dead. <laughs> I will be dead. With my track record, I will slip on a soap or something <laughs> before then. But a snake will get me. Four days after your birthday in 50 years. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, but it'll be after World War Three. I don't think I'm surviving that. Oh, my <laughs> God. When's World War Three? I, I will look now. <laughs> When is it? It's got, it's got to be soon, right? I clicked, I clicked uh, interested on the Facebook of my friends. Uh, 2026 to 2053. 2026? Well, apparently. At least we'll get the Ahsoka TV show before that. <laughs> I mean, well. Yeah, oh my God. It was nice knowing you. Well, this is the thing. Okay, maybe we just go straight on to Star Trek. There's so much to talk about. Mm. That, so what, it, for those who don't know a lot about Star Trek, Star Trek has predicted a lot of things. Maybe mm. not as much. I don't know what has predicted more so far, Star Trek or The Simpsons. I think in terms of technology, 
definitely Star Trek. Yeah, for sure. The progression of human technology has been pretty, mm. even social evolution, mm. because there are a lot of things that have happened in real life that have happened in Star Trek, but when they aired in Star Trek, it was our future, but the people, mm. the people in Star Trek, it was their past, but it was our future. Like there's like a, a storyline in Deep Space Nine that's set in the 2020s. Mm -hmm. And, and we are like, a pro it's like it's got. I think it's like a couple years away. But anyway, we'll 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 get onto stuff like that later. But um, well, you've got all the not really caring about gender roles and everything like that. Oh yeah. So we're already in that phase of history. Yeah. Um, it just needs to hurry up a little bit. Yeah. More. Oh, the downfall of capitalism. That's what I'm saying. But in Star Trek, like World War Three has to happen first. Like we got to nuke a few places. Yes. Deal with it. Before, <laughs> I do not condone. No, no, <laughs> what no, no. This no. woman it's, is saying it's all right. It's all right. Me and the aliens got a plan. We got a plan. <laughs> we got a plan. The Vulcans. That's got nothing to do with me. So to, pff, they'll come when they come. That is illogical. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Oh God. I hope I. I, I hope I. I hope I'm here for when the Vulcans arrive. Just so I, I can. I thought you said when the Borg arrive. I was like, what? The Borg? No, we what? don't have to deal. That all happens in the shadows. We don't have to deal with that. <laughs> don't have to deal with that. Picard will get on that in his little time <laughs> mm -hmm. time travel trip. But um, I can't wait for the new season. <sighs> I know you had to. You know what? Don't don't you say at me. I have reservations because like, I'm gonna be real. It's, like it's giving me. Honestly, I know people are gonna think that my eyes are red because I've been smoking too much, but honestly, they're red because I've been crying. Like, I just watched Star Trek Picard season three and it's so good. Oh my God. I've tried to put a filter on to like, try and hide the fact that my f skin is so rough because I've been in drag, uh, but whatever, bitch. I am dying. I am dying. It was so good. Oh my god, and I never do these, like, you know, film yourself talking on fucking Instagram or whatever, but... Bitch, that shit was amazing. And the reason I'm crying, yeah, is because the Next Generation cast has not all been in something since, like, 2002. And out of all the Star Trek casts, they were, like, the best of friends. And you can really tell that when you watch, like, the behind the scenes. And this is, if we're being honest, like, this is probably going to be one of Instagram cutting me off being so rude. But anyway, I was going to say that if we're all being honest, this is one of the last, like, big things. Or, or you know, it could, it could be the last time we see Patrick Stewart, like, do a major acting role. And... And it's only the first episode, but um, I said it. I said it in my story, bitch. This is going to be one of the best seasons of television ever. It's... Oh, I can't even... I mean, honestly, even if you have... If, if you've even watched, like, a tiny bit of Star Trek or whatever, go watch that shit, because, bitch, that was a fucking movie. That was a movie. Oh, my God. I honestly look like I'm so stoned, but really, I, I woke up and watched the episode. Like, I've not smoked anything. Well... I smoked earlier today, but whatever. So this is the last one, I promise, but um, I calmed down a bit. I went to the shop. Um, I uh, had a joint. I'm going to be honest, like, calm me down a bit. <laughs> and then I'm going to post in the next part um, my conversation with Melanin because I actually tried to record this video before I went to the shop, but then Instagram crashed. Um, but yeah, if any of you watch me and Melanin Monroe's podcast, you're going to realize that right here in these stories, I've been eating my own words. So I just want to acknowledge here and now, and I'll probably put this clip in the episode. Um, 
But yeah, Melanin was right. Melanin was fucking right. She tried to tell me. She tried to tell me season three of Star Trek Picard was going to be it. And, um, sorry, I've, like, got a vocal suite at the moment because I'm still recovering from a cold. And I was fucking crying. Uh, so I was just, yeah, I've destroyed my voice. Oh, fuck, it's gonna cut me off again, so shit. I'm gonna have to do a tiny little bit of the end, shit. Oh my god, Instagram just can't handle my emotion today. Right, this really is the last one. Um, but yeah, Will, I'm gonna tag you in this as well. Like, we're gonna have to start doing fucking the mothership reviews. Because I can't be doing this on Instagram talking to the camera. Like, I'm, I'm a fucking mess. Like, but yeah, so we're gonna have to start doing it on the podcast. And do some other TV shows as well, because, yeah. Sorry, they got karaoke starting downstairs, if you can hear some singing. But anyway, that's me done. Go watch Star Trek Picard. That shit was fire. And, um... Yeah, I hope everyone's enjoying their Saturday. I'm, I cannot do this, this fucking, this one putting on my close friends because I'm not letting people... New season of Star Trek Picard, it's giving me Kenobi vibes. Did you watch Kenobi? Do you watch Kenobi? Yeah. So, uh, you can tell me, tell us, Will, if you have an opposing opinion, but I feel like the hype for Kenobi... Oh, the hype for Kenobi kind of reminded me of, like, the hype of, like, Batman vs Superman, where it was just, like... Like, everyone was getting hyped, but I'm looking at the trailer going, like, this looks questionable. And then it w like it was so overhyped that their climax and everything, it was just, like, it didn't... It was very... It was such a letdown. But the thing you have to realise with this Superman vs. Batman thing... Oh, no, that was also going to be shit, yeah. There we go. Yeah. And that was only hyped by the fanboys. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. And I felt like that was the same with Kenobi, because as we were getting... We had heard about... Kenobi happening for so many years mm. that when it finally came about I was just like I just don't feel like this is needed not me talking about Star Wars in the Star Trek episode <laughs> but like look, having Darth Vader Anakin Skywalker being so heavily present in the show just mm. felt overused to me and again not trying to be biased but I just feel like all of all of the character development they were trying to do with Obi-Wan could have been achieved with him meeting up with Ahsoka and them discussing. No, look, you laugh, <laughs> you laugh, and I'm not trying to put her in everything, but it just, it it felt like a complete waste of an opportunity that they have a live action Ahsoka now that was filming mm -hmm. at the same time that they could have, like it just made sense instead of trying mm. to de-age Hayden Christian to make him look like which just. Yeah. Mm. You know, we, you know, it wasn't th those parts weren't terrible, but I just felt like they they tripped over themselves a lot to do mm -hmm. something that they could have just done very easily. But yeah, sorry. Well, I think a problem with Picard season two was that so Star Wars can get away with this because of the direction it's gone in, but I think Disney marketed it quite generically, like da da da, oh wow, cinematic music and mm -hmm. uh, you know mysterious shots. But I think Star Trek's not really like that. I think it's more like it should have been a more classic marketing strategy, where it's less like cinematic event of the year and just like hey Star Trek, you know, remember this? That's cool. Like, so what do you? How, how are you feeling in anticipation for Picard season three? I'm I'm hopeful because I love where they've put it and I love the characters and I just love seeing Picard again yeah. so I'm hopeful Picard would be hopeful yeah. I I am remaining um, in the neutral zone pessimistic <laughs> yeah 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 no for real for real because season two I just felt like wasn't it like it felt like a modern day voyage home like you know the original mm -hmm. series film where they go back in time which is actually a good film because it's it is funny but that um, but that that was the cool part about it because it was like bringing to attention all the 
shitty stuff that's going on in America. Um, yeah, no, I didn't mind that. It was just like what they did with the Borg. Like, I mm. feel like... I feel... I feel like Star Trek is very iconic for its time travel. And I mm. feel like what makes time travel great in Star Trek is that it's, it's usually, uh, except from a couple here and there, is usually like one episode, at most a two-parter. Mm. And it, it, they're condensed. Like they're not spending a load of time. Like I just felt like the, the, we spent like half of, or the whole season in mm. the 2020s, which, come on. Little bit lazy, little bit late for our whole season, bitch. Our whole season, we're just gonna film out in the parking lot. Like, I mean, come on, come on now. Like, literally, there's a whole scene of Raffi and Seven just mm. in cars driving. They filmed that in fucking Paramount parking lot. I'm telling you, but <laughs> wasn't that because of COVID though? I thought they filmed it after COVID. I don't think so. I think they it filmed was it going after on COVID. At the same time. I think they filmed it after COVID because the season only just delayed. came out. The no, season only they came got out. Delayed. Because Guys, COVID was three years ago. Yeah, now. That's what I'm That's saying. That's when they started filming it. Yes, yeah, so I so feel... So they, they wrapped the first season, mm-hmm. like, January 2020. Which no, yeah, but I don't... I hit. think season and two... And then they had to stop, and then everything started going back again. Look, yeah. Look. With the look, it's fucking goes. Star Trek. It's fucking Star Trek. Like I just wanted it to be a bit. It it feels like a bit of a cop out because Picard is the first show. Obviously, now we have Lower Decks and mm-hmm. other things, but Picard was the first show that was showing us after Nemesis. Like, which mm-hmm. as Star Trek fans, we have been waiting. Like, Nemesis came out in what two thousand and two. Is that right? Yes. Can we do the clickety click? Yes, I can. I, I think, just. I think it's two thousand and two. Picard season two filming ended September the second, twenty twenty one. So that's after lockdown. Covid restrictions were lifted. Yeah, in they they basically after. stopped the whole period of covid. They literally start. They were about to. Start so what I'm it. saying is that you lot are saying, oh, season two was all set in the 2020s because no, they remember, couldn't film a Ameri- lot of stuff. America had a lot of, well, it still does have a lot of restrictions with regards to filming in terms of COVID, mm. and they've only just recently started to pull them back. Look, they could have done some green screen stuff. Fucking, I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that they could have made something or delay it a bit. For I just felt like it was a bit of a. As, as it's the first show that's past that point to, mm-hmm. to take us back to our current time period, not even a different time, our current time period, like the 2020s, I just felt like, come on now. And, in the, and then when we come back to the 24th century, the Borg are, 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 I can't even get it out. Like, I can't, like, it was, I don't know. They got some splaining to do. They got some splaining to well, do. Well, you'll have to see. Yeah. So I'm, I'm optimistic because I don't think the whole cast would have re- returned if they weren't thinking the story mm. was going to be good. So and we're getting the Was it 2002? TNG it was. Cast. It was. Yeah. yeah. Like some of the best moments of Picard were like, uh, spoilers for Picard now. Well, like seeing Seven again and dealing mm. with that. Yeah. And even the Borg Queen, like, the, not. I know it's... I know it's a bit different, but like even the concept of seeing the Ball Queen again was great. Mm. Some bits with the Ball Queen were great, but the whole thing with Agnes, it was too much. It was too Tom and Jerry. (laughs) Like it was just like the Ball Queen being like, oh, I got you now, Agnes. Like it's like, 
Is this the Borg Queen? But it's because the it was Borg her, right? Mm. You could. She, I would sass myself if I was the Borg Queen, capturing myself in the past, future. I just think it didn't. It just it. It became too, like. Uh, who is it that, that there's someone in Star Trek Voyager describes the Borg as uh, as a, as like a terrible storm, like a hurricane, like you can't be mad, like because they're not. It's not like um, like a villain like Khan, who has this like personal vendetta motive, something like most villains, like most like humanoid villains have this like you know s- some sort of personal thing attached to their motives mm. like you know but the Borg they just want to assimilate and and the thing is they don't just like assimilate like there's like rhyme and reason to how the Borg works and I just think when you make the Borg Queen this like <laughs> like a villain like oh bitch like oh yeah oh I got you trapped in my web now like da 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 oh yeah like it's it's a bit it's a bit Fucking Disney I'm villain, like do you know what I mean? <laughs> do you, but was it not that? Was it not that? Queen entering the ballroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, serving perfection, honey. Unimatrix zero. <laughs> Especially considering she was just a half body for the yeah. whole series. Just her bodily I don't even need legs to serve cunt, bitch. I just dangle from the ceiling and suck it to the, to the drones, I guess. I've now got that bird in my Oh, mouth. God. Should we, should we, like, recreate that one day? Or what, just yet, yeah, like, some Borg Vogue mix? Like, resistance is cunt, 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 cunt. Oh, my God. Right, so let's let's figure some structure. <laughs> yeah, so Star Where do we Trek. Want to start. I guess what does maybe what does Star Trek mean to all three of us? Because we're all mm. we're all pretty big fans of Star Trek, but maybe in different ways. Mm. Maybe we all love different parts of Star Trek. So, out of all of us, I would say I'm more the casual viewer. So I started. Oh, the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. No, no, no. What I mean is like no, a few of the episodes we've done, mean. like the anime one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. What mm. I'm saying is that you, you're a smart bitch. You know some things. <laughs> you know some things. But now I got to know some things. <laughs> <laughs> but I started when TNG was re-airing mm. on like Sky One and yeah. that when we were growing up. And yes, that 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 was a thing. Reruns, not remakes of things. Oh, reruns. Anywho, <laughs> that's when I joined onto watching Star Trek. Like I'd heard about it before, and I was like, eh, "Sounds interesting." How old were you when you got into Star oh, Trek? Oh God, I don't even remember the first time I properly watched it because it was just something that was like teenager or kid. I know, definitely when I was still in like, yeah. primary school, and then through to secondary school because it was always airing when I would get home from school, yeah, or at least an hour or so later, yeah, and because my mom usually would try and get home before we did and stuff and start doing stuff so we always had like the TV on where she had had like it just playing in the background and then I'd be like she was on this channel she was on this channel so Next Gen was the one you started with that's usually when for new Star Trek fans that's the one I tell people to start with Mm. I'm like do not people people make the mistake of starting with the original series and I always say you've got to already love Star Trek as as someone of our like 
with if, all the technological advancements yeah, you've we've got had, to already in love order Star to Trek. actually appreciate the yeah. original series. It's not like watching the original trilogy of Star Wars. Like it's like, you know, you can start with those because they let us they not still, forget the Gorn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like those things are iconic to watch. But I feel like once you already like you can enter next gen and then next gen brings you into like the whole era of like Deep Space Nine and Voyager so it's like this this very connected era already um, but yeah so is ne- would you say next gen has remained your favourite to this day? I'd say it is one of my favourites yeah because it's what got me into the franchise and it's got some of my favourite storylines and characters yeah I mean just watching Patrick Stewart do his thing on screen yeah just no words and Raka that's my husband and that's <laughs> whose face I was sitting on in the Mario party <laughs> previously on the Mothership podcast it was the only thing giving me comfort <laughs> was his beard in between my cheeks anyway (laughs) (laughs) nasty bitch (laughs) look you see how he mounts that chair he needs to anyway let me stop let me stop (laughs) I just remember I am wearing panties today Um, let's let's bring Raka over (laughs) (laughs) Um, but obviously and we've had many a discussion about this Mm. Deep Space Nine oh yeah purely because one black representation yeah and to the really oh y'all know I'm about to talk about depth, Space Nine <laughs> in-depth racial and also queer orientated oh, storylines yeah. that they brought in yep. specifically because of the cast that they yep. had and well, then it's the one that they seem to almost forget about well the, apparently according to the rumours spoilers um well, potential spoilers, that it looks like... Well, we had, in Lower Decks, mm-hmm. we had an episode actually on Deep Space Nine after the TV show, so that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. I love that. I thought it, it was, was the perfect amount. Episode. There was so much said without saying anything. Mm-hmm. Just little scenes of animation where the and characters were just... that's what I love just, about Lower Decks. Yes, it's, it's like, so good. It gives to the fans in all the ways it needs yeah. to without going overboard. For those who don't know, Lower Decks is an animated adult Star Trek like comedy show but it's made by the same people as Rick and Morty but it is so good for me it's the best new Trek at the moment Strange Worlds is getting there mm-hmm. Stra- like mm-hmm. Strange New uh, sorry Strange New Worlds is yes. getting there um, because that was fantastic that but was very good that was so good that was giving me next gen vibes it was giving me next episode as well oh, oh yeah 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 my, my oh. favourite episode was the fantasy episode. I love that episode. It was, it so, was so camp. Stupid. It was so camp. But that, so stupid, but it's, so good. Yeah, it was like those things in stuff. Like, but oh, that's what everyone loves. Star, Star Trek, Trek is so diverse. It can like, be people completely serious for like 10 episodes straight. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, wham, they're yeah. in like medieval England. Yeah. <laughs> for no apparent reason yeah. other than, oh, there's some props lying around. We might yeah. as well use them. <laughs> so what about, what about for you, Will? What does... Um, Oh, wait, before we move to Will, are we approaching break? We are. Okay. But maybe, yes or no, we should. Okay, cool. Uh, do not clickety-clack. We'll be right back. And we blackety-black? Yeah. I think, yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, welcome um, black. black. Oh. That was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what I just put my dreads in my water. 
Oh, oh my god. And we We're... are a mess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we were uh, talking about what Star Trek means to like all three of us. So, Will, how about you? So I started watching Star Trek with my dad when I was very young. Um, we didn't just watch Star Trek, we watched all the Star ones, which was like Star Trek, Stargate, obviously Star Wars, but also like Farscape, stuff oh, like yes. that. So that kind of, when I was very young, it was all just a blur. Not Star TV sci-fi. What? <laughs> <laughs> we do not need to give that film I've never any seen more it, than- but I will have to watch it. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a view in one day. Anyway, it's a RuPaul film. Or oh, RuPaul's in it, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Star booty. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so I grew up with it and I was watching it a lot. But to me, I, I didn't really watch the original series and Next Generation was a bit slow for like childish, young, hyperactive oh. me. So then I watched Voyager and enjoyed that the most. Didn't watch any of Deep Space Nine when I was a kid. But then oh. growing up, growing up, I oh. found a lot more appreciation for all of them. Next Gen is classic. Voyager is great. Deep Space Nine is my like classic favorite. Uh-huh. But then you're right, Lower Decks is like my new favourite. Yeah. And Strange New Worlds is great. Discovery lost me a bit at the end of the fourth season. Yeah. It has is 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 I don't think it's it's not quite done um well it's not done a heroes yet. Mm. Like it's no. not gone that far. I just think they've had a little bit of a in a dip. See, I it took me so long to actually watch Discovery because mm. I started it out and I was like, okay. And then I stopped for a bit, and then the next thing I saw was them blue Klingons with those <laughs> fucking. Well, they did crystals. fix it a little bit. They did fix it a little bit. Fix what? They did fix it. No, the time crystals was fine. I didn't mind that because that that adv- that added to Pike's story. It added to Pike's story and like kind of helped set up time strange crystals. new worlds. Girl, we have had weirder in. We time have had talking crystals. clouds. We have seen God in Star Trek. Yeah. No, okay. Girl, we have the, seen no, no, Jesus no, no, himself. No, 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 no. <laughs> Sentient cloud. You can have a sentient gas. Uh-huh. That, that is something within the realm of possibility. Yeah. Not particularly our one, but it is... It, it, it could happen. I think... A time t- crystals. Okay, they weren't literally called time crystals, though. Yes, they were. But, like, okay... Yep. I just don't think it's the Fight most me. egregious Fight thing. Me. There are some things in Discovery that I won't won't back back up, but that I think I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I was. I was I'm not mad at it. But so I didn't start watching until Oh my god, when did I start it was after the um Red Angel arc. Oh, okay. I love that because it's so... People that were shouting about how Discovery Season 1 was like, oh, it breaks canon, breaks canon. Even I was looking at it sideways and going like, they got they got to explain this somehow. And then the ending of Season 2 was just chef's kiss. But um, but yeah, well, carry on. In fact, so, I, I think I started watching halfway through Season 3. Yeah, when they had the break for season So you three. didn't even see them jump to the... Girl, you got to go back. No, no, I've watched it. Oh, now. okay, okay, okay. But okay. that's... I didn't start watching it until... Half... The second half of season one is really good when they go to the Mirror Universe and... Yeah, that, yeah. all that shit I loved. Yeah. It was just... The... Girl, the so, time crystals ain't that bad. We have seen worse. 
and the Klingon. We have seen salamanders the- done fuck all up and through. <laughs> <laughs> Am I lying? Am I lying? No. But, yeah. We saw Captain Janeway it, it, reproduce with one of her subordinates mm. who she took from prison. <laughs> <laughs> there is a there's always some disease or some shenanigan that's making the whole crew fuck each other. Every Star Trek show it happens at least once. Oh Every Star Trek when, when show. Lower Trek, when when Lower yeah. did that episode and just boiled <laughs> Yeah. So what I'm saying is like I don't think time crystals is the most egregious thing we've For ever me, seen. That was where I was like, I'm checking out. <laughs> but Get yeah. That fire exit door open. <laughs> so yeah, so Will you were saying clap uh, yeah, yeah. That's so, it. That's <laughs> it. It's good. I like Star Trek a lot. And Deep Space Nine is your ultimate favorite. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. I'm and I'm kind of glad I didn't watch it as a kid because that's kind of what put me off watching Enterprise for so long. Which I will defend <laughs> to the. Oh, you still haven't seen it, have you? No. I say it put me off for so long. It put me off forever. Mm. You are look. Okay. Huh. Right. <laughs> Now, people that don't, people who are just watching this trying to find out new stuff about Star Trek, sorry. But for those fans out there, because to you two and to the people, Fusion Von Still, uh, fucking, <laughs> look, yeah. Enterprise, I will defend. It is a good show. It is a good show. It, it, it is like the book end of the golden era. Like, it definitely does feel different to. The, the golden era of Star Trek. For those who don't know, the golden era of Star Trek are the 90s shows. Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager. But, but Enterprise... Song. What are you going about? What are you going to say? What, <laughs> what you going to say now? But that song. It's been a long road Getting from there to here It's been a long time But our time is finally here I was trying to make them jump. <laughs> Not give them props. Into my arms. And I'm surprised you fucking saw it from that distance. I know that was Jesus. the force, bitch. That was the force. Yes. You are in the wrong franchise. No, look, look, I will always rep both. I will always rep both. See, I'm giving Scotty meets Quinlan Voss. <laughs> That's a deep cut for y'all. But um, so anyway. what about you? Oh, wow. Where do I start? Okay, well, honestly, I have never not known Star Trek. Like, it has always been in my life. Like, I, I literally grew... I always say, like, my mum my raised me, and then so did Star Trek. Like, my, my two parents were my mum and Star Trek. Um, I, yeah, I've just always always watched it um i think my favorite growing like when i was a kid like it probably similar to will my favorite was voyager because it just the the three golden age shows for me represent like different things like mm-hmm. next generation represents exploration and uh ex- exploring like friendship mm-hmm. voyager is about family 
like and I just like Voyager was always such a cozy show for me because they were like they, of course it a bit traumatizing for the crew they're stuck in the Delta Quadrant like mm-hmm. 70,000 lights years away from the Federation you know they got like decades generation generation ongoing long trip ahead of them um, but it just like Oh, I don't know. I, I like as a kid, it just it, I love I love the feel of Voyager, and it and it obviously has a lot of like light-hearted moments and stuff. Um, and for some reason, I don't know why. Like I think a lot of kids like were drawn to Voyager. Maybe it's because like mm. that's what was airing. Well, it was we... a combination of things. Yeah, like, they tried to advertise it as such. So obviously, you had Janeway, the first female captain. Mm. You then obviously had after season one the sexualization mm. of seven <laughs> i just i just also just feel yeah, like the it, young boys and yeah but i just feel like it has the closest like the characters are the characters in on the voyager crew are closer than any other crew and considering what happened uh, well yeah it is uh, yeah yeah <laughs> but for me the same as well deep space nine is my ultimate fate i think objectively on all counts it is the best of star trek like you get to learn so much about the lore of star mm-hmm. trek and the and the galaxy like and how all the different races and organizations like the federation the klingon empire the dominion the like all how all these places fit into the universe mm. politically as well and how all these different ideals coexist in different parts of space where those where their borders meet like with because Deep Space Nine is like in this position where it's near Cardassia it's mm. it's not too far away from the Klingons and the Romulans in the neutral zone um, and yeah and I just love it's a mess <laughs> yeah but like the show is not a mess like mm. the show is just so well written it, it was the most progressive show of it even to this day like watching it all of the social issues are so relevant are mm. so relevant it has so much rewatchability to it and it ha- like the fact that the story started in episode one of season one is like you know it's like one continuing story to the end of season seven well, and it, it was a circular vessel yeah but like I just loved all the art overarching storylines and yeah, I just think and 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 the most and the most um, immersive cast. Like there was so even though you had the main cast, you had all these other characters like that would pop in because it was a space station, so it had people coming in. Mm. And and you know, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but like D Space Nine, the last few seasons is basically during a war, so it it just becomes this massive epic story it was Game Mm. of Thrones before Game of Thrones like Mm -hmm. honestly and so many sci-fi shows post Deep Space Nine have credited Deep Space Nine as inspiration I mean it really did start long um, arcing serialised storylines on TV Mm. um, for like because most of the time sci-fi fantasy did a lot of episodic stuff Yeah, like even if you look at things like superhero stuff as well like it was all Mm -hmm. like episodic like um you know, well, to so, be yeah. fair, that it's that era of the '90s where it all started to. So, like, even looking back, like the first few, the first season of the X Men, mm. for instance, the animated series, again, best X Men there is. Yeah, that started out pretty much very episodic. Yeah, it had an overarching theme. Then it but had it would the only whole be Sentinel like, thing come in. It would only be like, like yeah. every two episodes were kind of really linking. Yeah, but then they started decided with season two it would literally be 
okay, here's where we are. Yeah. Here's where we're going. Here's how we get there. Yeah. And every single thing would line up. Yeah. And then it continued with that until it... <laughs> until it ended. Yeah, but it's coming back now. I know! Yeah. I can't wait! But, <laughs> but yeah, Deep Space Nine for me, just it hits all the things. And I think out of all... Anything Star Trek, it has the best ending. The best ending. If you, mm. if you, what, if you're starting to watch Star Trek for the first time and you're watching Next Generation and you go to Deep Space Nine and Voyager and blah blah blah, if you are not crying <laughs> at the end of Deep Space Nine, you weren't watching properly. <laughs> you weren't watching properly. There is like, you or like, you know, not everyone. Yeah, for everyone. And usually, I hate, <laughs> I hate montages. I hate it. I hate like a flashback montage. I can't stand them. However, <laughs> Deep Space Nine, yeah. I boohoo every fucking time. Every time. I'm pretty sure Caitlin came around. Was Caitlin's one of uh, someone in our drug family? And hey, Caitlin. Um, and she came around either before or after. I think it might have been after I'd watched Deep Space Nine. It was Marley, after. And I was. I like, remember this conversation. I was like, I'm sorry. I'll be crying. I'll be crying. Like I can. I can pause it and then because cry. Because it was also the day after I came to visit you. And then oh Kayla yeah, 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 yeah. When you had just because you were like, I'm gonna start crying. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so for me, that's... And how I got into Star Trek, my mum is, like, the biggest Star Trek fan. Like, we, me and her could talk about Star Trek for hours. Like, and then all of my American family... Or not all of them, but a lot of them are Star Trek fans. So, Mm. um, yeah. Just big old Trekkie from birth here. I've been to a lot of conventions. A lot. (laughs) Oh. A lot. Uh, But did you go to the Star Trek convention in 2012 and meet any of the captains? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> did you uh, see a play with um... <laughs> Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart no no I didn't or um, no I didn't a certain empath and then get to meet her outside and have a no, little I chat didn't. with her <laughs> but I did get the shit me, well more Billy got the shit scared out of us as kids from Martok um, <laughs> because in as a human he looks like what's that fucking wrestler with the bleach blonde hair which one Hulk Hogan yeah him mixed (laughs) with like but he has like an eye like obviously Martok has one eye and wears an eye patch and in real life he has two eyes and he's not a Klingon (laughs) like it is the most disorientating thing if you ever meet Star Trek actors people who've played Klingons especially when you see them as a human like Michael Dorn when I see Michael Dorn I'm like it's so weird I'm just like there's that Deep Space Nine episode where he is like well is it Far Beyond the Stars is that the one where Cisco's a writer oh one of the best that so good that episode talk about boohooing when he goes when he's (laughs) there she goes no 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 no. when he says when they try and tell him his story because okay so I'll explain there's this beautiful episode of Deep Space Nine where Captain Sisko is having this like vision and it's like kind of the prophet there's there's loads of ways to interpret a lot of what happens in Deep Space Nine because they leave a lot mm-hmm. of it up to your interpretation. It's quite a spiritual show. Um, and uh, Cisco is in the 19-somethings? 19... 19- it's 1940s, 50s. Yeah, I want to say 50s, yeah. Well, actually, no, no, no. 30s, 40s, sorry. Maybe, yeah. 30s, 40s. Either way, it, not looking good for us black people, okay? And um, <laughs> so he's... He, but he's a science fiction writer at a white... Um, 
at like a, a, a white publication, yeah. And um, he writes this story, which is basically Deep Space Nine about this black man who's the captain of a space station 400 years in the future. And they, the, everyone loves his story, but they won't print it because he the, he's made the character a black man. And instead of changing his character to be white, he he just doubles down and creates more stories and blah, blah, blah. blah. And, then, and then in the end, they say it's going to be like the cover of the book and then they pull it mm. in the end and it's and then also his character goes through a whole load of other racial bullshit mm-hmm. um but his character breaks down in like the final scene and they're that's, like firing him from the shot and Avery Brooks who plays I mean all the cast members said in that documentary they were like he they just watched him break down for like mm-hmm. 20 minutes and they only used like two minutes of the footage but the, they said they, they were just had all to physically shocked. stop him and pick him yeah. up because he just went on and it's the line when he goes like you can't take it away from me I created it it's in my head so it's real I created it I'm not gonna imitate the emotion because I lit like bitch I'm <laughs> I am welling up like <laughs> when he said that shit hit me as a kid because I was a really like imaginative live in my own world kind of kid mm-hmm. like if we were walking to the shops bitch I was stories yeah I was I was walking in the street fucking mm-hmm. you know being a little Jedi or you know mm-hmm. or sometimes I would have a little like I had little like uh, mini Starfleet ships and I used to just on the way to the shop and they'd be like going through nebulas like a bush would be a nebula and, <laughs> and shit I was doing all kind of no- so yeah um, so I was quite an imaginative kid and especially like uh, th- different schools I went to like that was kind of discouraged a lot and yeah that shit ridiculous yeah that shit just like that shit hit me like as a kid and it stuck with me and every time like sometimes, honestly, I if I'm rewatching D Space Nine, I have to hold back on what. Like if I get to that episode, I'm like, make a, sure I'm not. Yeah, I can't just be doing my makeup, <laughs> fucking watching that episode. Like I, <laughs> you know, it's also I think the only time in Star Trek the N word is ever used, but it's like it has uh, the right connotations yeah. in terms of its actual use and its impact as well. Yeah, because it's like. Because I know a few Ooh. episodes ago we were talking about uh, like a horror and Star Trek and mm-hmm. and then Whoopi after her, um, and and of course none, Deep Space Nine could not have happened without those things. Like yeah. so many things had to happen for that show to be what it was. Um, but oh my god, like that shit, like for like mm-hmm. even it. Even not just diverse in its human characters, obviously having black and Asian characters, but also having. Um, di- like so many different aliens, like yeah. to to also represent that in the future humans are to coexist. Yeah, with, do you know? What I mean, it's just we have a break. I think uh, that we should talk about our favorite episodes after we take a break. Okay. And I also just learned that Avery Brooks also directed the episode far yeah. beyond the stage. Yes, yeah, yeah, no yes, idea. he did. Yes, he did. Well played. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is another reason they had to pull him up off yeah. the floor. <laughs> and also, before before we move, I, I want to end on a light note for Deep Space Nine. Jake Sisko. <laughs> I'm gonna cut the camera. I know exactly oh. where you're going. That. <laughs> when he's grown up. <laughs> All right. For the first like three, four seasons, he is a child. Yeah. <laughs> and also, there's like season five. I'm still kind of like, or it might be season four, where I'm just like, okay, no. 
that's a teenager. But Mary, he comes back for summer vacation and oh, lot. Mm. <laughs> Can we put a picture up of Jake Cisco growing uh, up so people know what I'm talking about? No, because you know the one he's going to use. No, we, we can't use that one. We have to. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I need to see the behind the scenes of that episode because someone, (laughs) someone knew what they were doing. Because why would they set it up like that? Y'all who have seen Deep Space Nine know exactly what I'm talking about. There's no way you can miss it. Once I pointed it out to you. Did you notice it before I pointed it out to you? No. You liar. <laughs> you liar. <laughs> anyway. We're 20 that, minutes no. in, so we should take a break. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> We're not going down this whole tangent again. Do not. Yeah, like, oh, God. Do not clickety-clack. We blackety-black. And we be right back. Kapla. And, and we're, we're black. black. Um... So yeah, I don't know what we was talking about before, but we're gonna move the conversation on to what? Okay, we gotta start with favorite episodes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna name, each of us are gonna name one mm-hmm. episode, which, oh, this is gonna be so one. hard. This is gonna be so hard. You gotta have to come to me last in every category. I'm sorry, <laughs> like, I'm gonna need to. Okay, we'll- Where are we starting? Original series. You know what? Let's do it in the order we recommend people to watch Star Trek in. That's a conversation in itself. No, but then (laughs) that's what I'm saying. It gets it gets out of the way. Like, can we all agree? (laughs) Can we all all do as I say? (laughs) I think the correct order is Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, and then maybe original series, and then all the new stuff. I feel like I have to agree. agree to disagree. What would you change? You, because you have to have Lower Decks last. Oh yeah, that's uh, what I'm saying. Watch it. all the new stuff like in the order we all watched it in. Roughly, kind of. Because obviously like stuff was airing at the same time. But like, you know, watch Discovery, then watch... Maybe from Discovery, watch Strange New Worlds, mm. and then watch... Um, I don't know. Picard and Lower Decks, you could you could kind of just like throw... Anyway, tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. You know what, Will? You say, you say mm. what series, then you say your favourite episode and then pass it over. Okay, but I'm not going to say my favourite episode for time's sake. I think it should just be you two. Girl, come on. If it's over an hour, it's over an hour. Okay. It's not going to be like the first episode, all right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was so long. Not. We're so triggered. Okay. Well, I do agree. I think Next Generation should be first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a lot of favorite episodes, but it's really hard to think of because I didn't think I was going to be doing this, so I didn't think in the break. <laughs> I mean, I've not thought specifically. I'm just trying to think of like what is the episode that comes to my head the most. That I would say for me. <laughs> Can I tell you something funny? 
<laughs> my mum is like, if we lived in the Star Trek universe, she was like, would you want to be in Starfleet? And I say, no. <laughs> or no, or her question was, would you want to be a captain? And I'd be like, hell no. Because the Dane, the, the amount, like, I am such a panicker. Like as soon as, captain, we have identified, uh, we, have, we can't identify an incoming ship. <laughs> Bitch, shields up, phasers, Quantum torpedoes, full spread. Let's go, Captain. They may be friends. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Fucking blow it out of the sky. This nebula is emitting weird readings, bitch. Leave it alone. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's get to Riser. Come on now. But anyway, uh, so what were we talking about? So I, I thought of a few. Okay, so go on. Okay, one of my top ones. I can't remember how good it actually is, but the one where they're stuck in a time loop and mm. Data and Geordie work it out really slowly. Mm-hmm. That's a very good one. I very, think very I know one. which one you're talking about because there's been a, a few. There's be there's an Enterprise episode like that. There's also a Voyager episode like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, what's happening on the ship? <gasps> doesn't oh doesn't doesn't Picard? They keep. Don't they hear like a message of Picard saying like or uh, activate self destruct? Like there's some shit going on like that. Ooh, I don't remember that bit. Anyway, then again, yeah, but as yeah, I said, more casual. So, so a time, my time. memory is not the best with it. Right. So yeah. like a ti- the time yeah. a time loop episode. But I, I think I know what you're talking, you're talking about. Yeah. And another shout out for me is Chain of Command. Oh, that was mine. Sorry. Well, so Chain of yeah. Oh, I'll say then Chain Chain of Command is probably my favorite. Like, if I just want to go and watch Next Generation real mm-hmm. quick, I'll watch those two episodes. Um, or... Uh, Yesterday's Enterprise. I do love that episode when um, they have the Enterprise C. Um, Guinan is the only person that realizes that the timeline has changed. Like, suddenly mm-hmm. the timeline just changes and um, Tasha Yar's back from... Or not back from the dead in this alternate timeline. She never died, and then she. Oh, it's just it's such a good episode, such a good time travel episode. Um, what about you? So for me, TNG wise, I would say, oh god, so many episodes, so many episodes. Um, oh Jesus, I had it in my head the whole time, and I'm literally now going to say it, I can't remember. Um. <clears throat> It's a really weird one, mm. but it's literally the episode where it's predominantly just Picard and Guinan having a chat. And I cannot remember the episode name, but it's literally... I think it's just after the the whole Borg incident with Picard, and he goes to chat with Guinan, and it's basically just them for nearly the whole episode. I'm trying to think what happens after when Picard comes back. He goes back to France, and mm-hmm. then... Is it the episode after that? Because I don't really know if him and Guinan talk about it much, because that is my one critique of Next Generation over Deep Space Nine, is that big things that happen to characters, like, they might talk about it for maybe one more episode, mm-hmm. and then they just will not talk about it again. Because, like, they don't really bring up Picard being part of the Borg unless it's a Borg storyline. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bitch, that is some trauma. Mm-hmm. That is some well, he's dealing with it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously in First Contact. I think First Contact like kind of did what Next Generation kind of failed to do. Um, and that's a, it's not a major criticism. It's still A-tier Star Trek, mm. like for me. Um, yeah. So after Next Gen, Deep Space Nine, 
what's your favorite episode will i'm worried i'm gonna take your one but one of my favorite ones is baseball episode <laughs> oh okay that's not one of my it, it, uh, to be fair uh, it, i love most of these places you gotta watch that episode again girl you gotta watch it again. <laughs> i have you gotta watch jake cisco <laughs> Go watch the Jake Cisco edit. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Not the Jake Cisco. Look, trust. Look up on Reddit. It's not just me. It's anyway. So the um, base episode. Yeah. Why is that one of your favorite episodes? It's just very unconventional and very inspiring, and I just think the whole cast is great in it. They had time to kill. That was it. Girl, it's in the middle of the war. I like that in the war they have, because they have like some of the Ferengi episodes in the in the last two seasons, like kind of, it brings that levity. Because they even have a Ferengi episode where they, uh, the, Fren- the Ferengi uh, try and save Quark's mother from the Dominion. Mm-hmm. And even though the Dominion is still like this imposing force, it's a really like fun episode. And I no, like I that. I remember that one. And the baseball episode kind of fits in there, because there's a lot of serious shit going on in season seven. Like it is intense for like mm-hmm. 26 episodes. It is just, I mean, the, the last 10 episodes when you watch on it's like part one part two part three part four like i swear it says that on netflix it's like part one to ten of the last episode is like a ten parter like Mm. um there's a lot of heavy shit going on so it's nice to have a little little episode in between the wartime of just yeah let's play baseball on the holiday yeah, I like it. I like it's it. Not for me. You can't tell me shit about no, but, but especially because it's also baseball. Yeah, the baseball. baseball. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I I like it. Well, I they like could it. have picked any sport, and they yeah. they chose baseball. What's one of your favorite uh, these baseline episodes? Do you have to ask? Far beyond the stars. Yeah, yeah. That it, it. It's hard for me not to say that one either. However. Oh, I mean it, it. No, no, no. It, it is. It is probably. It's hard because I can't rewatch that as much as like mm. other. So I wouldn't say it's like my all-time favorite episode, but it is definitely, arguably, the best episode. But I, I, I don't know what the episode is called. Will maybe if you do the clickety clack when they go back to the twenty twenties. Um, Gabriel okay. Bell when the Gabriel Bell arc that. Oh, I my, love that. My second favorite is the one with oh god what's the hologram that's in the bar the hologram in the oh bar. the uh the singer mm. oh Vic Fontaine oh, oh the heist when, episode I was gonna say when Nog oh yeah. in the pale like moonlight just yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that episode oh, that episode that yeah episode. that oh my goodness yeah oh actually shit <laughs> oh shit you know that is a fucking great and the siege of AR AR19 yeah. or something which when he loses his leg oh yeah. that oh. Uh, you know what just season 7 <laughs> honestly no no actually take that back season oh fuck no for me there really isn't any bad episodes of Deep Space Nine from season 5 onwards there really actually isn't any in season 4 either there are some really good episodes in season 4 oh the bit Deep Space Nine just let's move on I know I'm doing tonight (laughs) yeah I just oh god yeah move on move on what's next Voyager oh oh (laughs) okay Will you go first Ah, oh, the one that always sticks in my head is Year of Hell. Ah, fucking bitch, shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, go on, go on. With more, or you want me to explain? Uh, you can. Yeah, you talk about it. I don't know. It just it's 
I remember even when I was watching it really young, I was like, oh my God. Like, and as a kid, I genuinely couldn't see how it was going to end. Yeah. Because I had no idea that, I mean, obviously Split Universe and stuff yeah. is like a fairly basic Star Trek concept, but I think it was just done so well. And most of their journey, I feel, was not nice, but like fairly normal Star Trek. Yeah. And then it was like, actually, here's what could happen. Yeah. And it's like the worst. And also, it's it's kind of a good episode because Voyager is uh, not as episodic as Next Generation, but it's not as serialized as Deep Space Nine. That's a good double episode to watch if you've you know how some people just have they go oh I've seen a couple episodes of Star Trek here is there that's a good one that you could just watch because you do get to see the the crew within a year so you get to see a lot of the characters progress further than they do in episodes afterwards um, because you see them in this condemn like you see like Seven adjust to being part of the crew a bit more mm-hmm. but then after Year of Hell spoilers it's uh, it's some time travel shit so um <laughs> The, the the events of that episode basically get nullified and they they experience a totally different year instead um, mm-hmm. for the rest of the season and you know characters like Cez- Seven I was about to say Sezen Sezen because <laughs> she's a lesbian now she's Scissor in Seven but um, <laughs> you know that's already oh, a thing gonna, oh girl it was a thing before she was mm-hmm. uh, anyway but um, yeah you're, oh, you go first because I got to think of another one there's so many to choose from. I know, there actually is. So, it, it's a toss-up between... Wait, Year of Hell. I'm trying to place that in my head. That's season four. Because Seven has not long joined the crew. But is that and the one Kes where she's also- the only one that realises? No, 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 no. No, oh, you're talking about when she's part of the time ship and Captain Braxton, and then she keeps going back in time. Yeah. To to like save Voyager. That is a great episode too. I do like mm. that. And it also calls back to Captain Braxton, who was part of the um two episodes in season three when the doctor gets his mobile admitter. Mm. But speaking of the doctor, mm. that episode I've met him. <laughs> <laughs> that episode where his dreams start to come to no, oh like, yeah, his yeah. fantasies, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like Yeah, that's a fun that episode. Whole contradiction of ethics yeah. within Starfleet which is meant to be like the epitome of what yeah. all ethics should be <gasps> yeah. do you know that what Doctor episode oh, I love when he has a family mm. that shit is emotional oh my god like mm. that shit I did oh oh god I can't pick <laughs> I can't pick but also the episode with oh god what's the species the one where it's like Janeway essentially goes well like most captains spoiler alert go against the prime directive in one way or another um or one of the tenants of the prime directive anyway um with sorry I'm just still trying to think of an episode I what can't is the decide. species name it's species something 36 or 39 or oh three... species 847 8472 yeah the, yeah which what scorpion is with the borg <clears throat> I mean that is a great two part. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah so when they introduce Seven for the first time. Yes. Yeah, Scorpion Part One and Two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and the music in Scorpion mm-hmm. is some of the best Star Trek music. Oh my goodness, so good. Look at. Can we get back to the book? Like, 
seriously. Like, enough of these Borg chatting, yeah? <laughs> like, the Borg used to just come in and be like, resistance is futile, we will add your biological and technological distinctiveness to your own, you know, <laughs> fucking, and then they get on with it. Like, can we have more of that? Like, I want more terror. It's like when Doctor Who, when the Daleks stop being scary. Mm. Do you know what I mean? But, like, but they are literally like, you can't, how do you get scarier than the Borg, really? The, go like, back because to- we kind of had that with like, control, but again- You know what we need? Like- uh, hi everyone, it's Will. I'm just gonna stop you there. Um, the following is a message to Paramount from Captain Alex Fincher, Admiral Melanie Monroe, and Ensign Will Fox. Um, Alex is going to now explain why you should hire us as screenwriters for the Star Trek franchise. Thank you. Goodbye. Enjoy. Early ball. And I've said that, Will um, knows I've said this before, we need a, a trilogy of films that involves legacy characters from the golden era, so people from Next Generation, Voyager, Star Trek, mm-hmm. coming together in a three, kind of like Endgame, Infinity Wars style, and like have like a big old Borg storyline. Like, why not? Have a big, or, or maybe like, or just so, something that brings all those characters together in like a nice, like, like three, th- Three film. I, look, I think it should be a Borg thing. I think it should be, because the Borg is what connect connect. All, the Borg has appeared in all three of those mm-hmm. shows, and it is a presence always known within the galaxy. And I think they've just been a bit nerfed in recent years. Mm. In Prodigy, they were good. They were good in Prodigy. I what I want as well is to link the Borg within Discovery because they must still be kicking about. There's no way they can just go. Oh what well, oh yeah yeah oh, oh. there's been yeah. not a, I mean, unless I unless they do have some sort of plan to address what has happened to the Borg somewhere within those nine hundred years after the twenty fourth century. But, mm. but anyway, well, Voyager they kind of because Picard is essentially the closest point to that. I don't think they're gonna do Borg in Picard season three. I don't think it's gonna be Borg. No, but I mean in terms of like linking like discovery oh right yeah to continuity yeah other than just yeah we were and then we, we're not talked about that's why yeah. you didn't hear about us until now I mean to be fair it is 900 years in the future how much of current affairs from 900 years ago is relevant today I mean like, do you know what I mean we still learn about oh yeah for sure but like but, I don't think yeah I know what yeah, you yeah, yeah yeah like in the vastness of the universe like mm. or the galaxy but, but anyway Can moving on from Voyager shout out one of my best favourite episodes uh-huh. which is Pathfinder with Barclay Broccoli Barclay Broccoli Broccoli yeah no that's a great the, the, when he's trying to get the um, uh, tra- trans oh what is it a trans something communicator yeah. yeah it's the first one where he's trying to convince all of his yeah. research staff that this is legit yeah yeah yes good I, I do like Barclay's including uh, includement in uh, Voyager yeah. and I like how he becomes like a surrogate member of the crew of this keep yeah. like Enterprise oh well I'm easy I ain't got one wait okay not even the Borg episode because that is even people that don't like Enterprise love that there's episode. a Borg episode but how does that work Wait, first of all, hold up, because I've just remembered who hasn't seen Enterprise. Have you even seen Regeneration? What is that? (laughs) (laughs) No. That was so ridiculous, I had to come back from the dead to school you. What the (laughs) fuck? 
You haven't even seen Regeneration. You don't even know what I'm talking about, do you? No. Okay. Sounds nice. To all the Enterprise haters out there, yeah? <laughs> y'all need to give Enterprise a chance. Y'all was just butthurt the Voyager <laughs> ended, okay? And yeah, it's not as good as Deep Space Nine, as Next Generation and Voyager. However, it is better than other shit. It's better. <laughs> it's better than other shit. It's, it's good. And, and you get, uh, what I love about Enterprise is that you get to really see how the Vulcans were involved with humans post first contact. Because like we see the Vulcans appear in first contact and they're the first aliens that make contact publicly with humans. And mm -hmm. then, you Everyone know, next stuff. time, next time before Enterprise, we see the Vulcans is in the original series. And obviously mm -hmm. like Spock rubs with some of the crew. But do you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. as far as we know, we didn't really see like how that relationship developed. And you really get to see it in Enterprise and it's done so well. You really do feel like, because there, it's like the, it's the first Warp 5 starship, so it's like out there by itself. It really feels like that. Like, it's so good. And, um, and it's got a sexy cast. <laughs> it's got a sexy cast, I ain't even going front. It does have some horny bits that has you going, now come on now, come on now. That is, that's probably why it was the last thing Rick Berman worked on. <laughs> Thank God, we don't have him no more. Problematic person. Anyway, <laughs> even though he did bring about the golden age of Star Trek, but that's neither here nor, here nor there. But, um, well, okay, favorite episode of the Enterprise, Regeneration. Okay. There are some others, um, but again, Enterprise is a little bit like Deep Space Nine. It has a lot of overarching seasons storylines, so yeah. Regeneration, the Borg episode that connects to the film First Contact. That shit. Chef's kiss. S tier Star Trek, that is. <laughs> There's the stamp of the approval. Yeah. You heard it here first. Well, I think we've done all the important series, so we should probably take a break. Okay. 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 So, don't clickety clack. We blackety black. And we'll be right back. Oh, yeah. And, and we're, we're black. black. So we've just done Enterprise. I mean, we can't ask Will what his favorite episode was because- It's uh, the one where Tucker saves the ship in his underwear. That's <laughs> <laughs> a good episode. That's a good episode. That's a good episode. So, oh, I'm there. In the break earlier, he could say we had a little discussion, <laughs> and a certain someone decided to bring up that there was a whole episode with someone in their underwear. Oh yeah. In Enterprise. Commander Tucker. Oh, for those who know, you know, there's a whole episode where he saves the ship. The whole, sh the whole crew is unconscious and he has, he comes out the decontamination room, which is a room where after away missions in Enterprise, because it's pre-biofilters in the transporters, they have to go into a decontamination room, strip down to their underwear and rub luminous <laughs> gel onto each other's back. Even the dog, even the dog, when he, Porthos, when he has, when he goes on away missions, he has to have, and that's quite cute actually, is, um, but oh, but they, what's kind of, what I do like about those scenes is that they usually do, it's really good dialogue and really good like character development, but they're just like, it's all these porn shots of their like <laughs> T'Pol's abs and, and Trip's snail trail, like, oh, like it's, <laughs> And demon Like yeah, but it's it's written like yeah, it's a bit horny. But anyway, um, but we were gonna discuss who, you know, because we're we're fucking. And after last episode's 
debauchery. I mean, fucking well, hell. With literally. Yeah, like how that conversation. The house of debauchery. Yeah, the gaming episode ended up being the episode about <laughs> Sims porn. But <laughs> but who who is everyone's top crush from Beach? You, you Skipping on, skipping on. Oh, what the? Are we, we going to do the new shows? Trek. Okay, okay. Let's do. New let's track. do quick round on New Trek. It's hard though because so much of New Trek is serialized, so it's hard to like pick one episode. Do you know what I mean? Apart from Lower Decks. And okay, that's... favorite episode of Lower Decks. Here we go. Okay, you go first. The, the Deep Space Nine episode. I knew. By far, however, that. it is hard because there is a lot. There's a lot. Of good There's a lot of good. Actually, no. My number one no, episode is you... the holodeck episode Wait. when they have when they have the assessment yep. I yep. love yep. when Boinla right. in the Borg in the Borg simulation just grabbing all the little Borg yeah. Mariner and the sex orgy <laughs> the, the instructor cracked me up as well like oh she cracked me up um, shady bitch that she was yeah and um, yeah that that ep- actually no no that was and then I remembered the episode that I recently watched and <laughs> the other episode that it stems off from is actually a very good episode as well. What episode are you talking about? It's the one with the uh, the bird people. Oh, Peanut Hampers episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that oh, is God. the most... It's one of the most frustrating episodes of Star Trek, though, because she goes through all this growth to just be like, nah, fuck it. You just like... No, it's, it's, it's hilarious. Just, yeah, it's she's hilarious. She's just the dickhead. Yeah. And that's the best part about it. It's just like, some people are just cunts. Yeah, literally. Even in Starfleet. Even in Starfleet. The first exocomp. And after that, that's a really great episode of Next Generation as well. And the first exocomp we see in Starfleet is a fucking cunt. <laughs> but hey, free will. Free will and consciousness. That it, you can, it, it doesn't mean you're going to be a nice person. I haven't seen any of this. So, well, we'll have the little reference photos so you'll see what Peanut Hamper is and shit. <laughs> like, people who have no idea what Star Trek are, are probably but like, Peanut, Peanut Hamper is basically this robot with an AI that is sentient and she is, just imagine the most arseholy bimbo ever. She would out Rick Rick. Yep, yeah, she would. She would. Because that that's episode. essentially yeah, what she, she did in that episode. Yeah. Um, Okay, so we've said Lower Decks. Um, oh, see, I think it's hard to say, because, like, with with Discovery, I have a favourite arc. I don't really have, like, a favourite episode. Oh, no, I have a favourite episode. What's your favourite episode? Bitch, you know me. I don't know. Which episode would be your favourite? Oh. Girl, spit it out. What is it? Oh. <laughs> Just watching Michelle Yeoh be absolutely oh, okay. badass at everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I did like her character. So essentially it's not one, but it's the couple of episodes where it's her story and it's like the end of her badass story. Mm. But, well, for now. I mean, she Still can... waiting for that series, by the way. I don't know if we need a whole spin off. I do. Ugh. And you know, she just won a Golden Globe. I know, but it's just like, it's like, I just feel like, I think why I love Low Deck so much is because it's like, oh, it's a crew. It's a story about a crew. Like, I think Bacard has been a bit you jarring. where they left her, right? 
Yeah, no, I and do. And was she then? Yeah, I know, but like, I just feel like a Section 31 show. We need a Section 31 show. Okay, I just, I think it's going to take a lot of the... Because they just get sprinkled in here I don't and there think we need nilly. to know everything about section 31 though I think it's one of those things that it's better when they appear in other things I think if we give them a show we're gonna know no, too much about it and no, then they're not as ominous need, no we still don't need to know everything but it we will it just needs to be a short series literally one season and then it's like and now you want more but well, you ain't getting any do you know what we're just gonna keep popping up in various different <sighs> things I don't and know I think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna go down I don't think it's strange because you realise where they left no I do I get it I just her, don't think it needs a she whole spin off so. the beginning of section yeah I know I know I don't know I, need I just it in my don't life. I need it I'm I sorry. think what would be really cool is to have a Star Trek anthology show where each season is set in a different era following a crew because like a lot of people have been be saying good. yeah and like we could have That'd a season of Sulu in the in between original series and next generation like because mm-hmm. we don't see a lot in that period other than a few films um, yeah but like he's definitely down to do it and um, and also like the growth knowing that he's an ad yeah, he becomes an apple, doesn't he? Um, no. I think. I think what he. I think what they would want to do is actually. I think he just stay. I don't think. No, he does. Doesn't he become an apple? Well, not not in anything alpha canon like TV or film. He last time we see him, he's a captain. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but. I think an anthology show would be really cool and then we could go to different eras and stuff and like you know it's still giving that nostalgia well giving us something new expanding mm-hmm. the lore like but anyway um so we've done discovery we've done lower decks i don't think we need to go through the rest strange new worlds so i think it's too new just it, quick it, it's only got okay go on strange new worlds my favorite one the one with the language alien yeah of which we talked about in the Aliens episode, the first mm-hmm. episode this year. Because, again, lover of languages and Ahura, again, brilliant representation from mm. that character and the fact that they're the communications officer and the actress that is playing the up, the younger version of Ahura. Oh, she's great, yeah. Brilliant. That whole cast, there's not a... I wouldn't say there's one weak link. I think mm. they are all great characters and yeah um i think my favorite episode just because of how wacky it was was the fantasy episode mm-hmm. um that is a very good episode. yeah um but yeah and then picard for me oh i'm not gonna give one <laughs> the first season was fine second season was the uh, third season we'll see <laughs> like it's just yeah it's fine for me I think it's the season finale of season two I mean season one sorry and yeah even with the copy and paste ships I hated that seeing a hundred ships of the same class girl Federation would never it happened in Lower Decks as well when when they had all the California class yeah Yeah, but that was that was (laughs) the story like it that was the whole point like that was the whole point like it was all based it around it happen but that wasn't the point in Picard they were saving money bitch they were saving money okay yeah okay. girl yeah it was copy and paste watch they'll, they'll, watch George Lucas get his hands on it and he'll redo it he'll redo that CGI um he better yeah. not I wouldn't mind that if he re just put some new just put some other ships in there 
But anyway, digress. Um, are we going to discuss who our biggest crushes are from each show? Got five um, minutes. Okay, let's do Quick it. Quick fire. Do it. Okay, let's start with. I only have a few. Next generation. Who's yours? Don't forget the ladies too. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I didn't forget. <laughs> I definitely didn't forget. Um, see, the obvious one would be Riker, but no. Weirdly, it's actually Picard. I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Weirdly, it's Picard. I'd feel like that would be some slow sex <laughs> it, it definitely would. yeah with like classical music in the background and it would also be the most awkward way of asking and now time for some rumpy pumpy what if he's the bottom come <laughs> <laughs> make it so engage <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh God! Uh, me, I've got. I mean, I had a childhood crush, Data, mm-hmm. and I still find Data hot in Next Generation today. But yeah, it's Riker. Like Riker, oh, I would sit on his face. Oh, my you God. you did in the oh, last my episode. God. Oh yeah. Um, Will, who's your number one crush from Next Generation? Oh, no, none of them are. You know, my favourites. None maybe, of them. Maybe Not Be- one. Maybe Beverly. Oh, okay, yeah. She is yeah. very stunning. I mean, they, and Marina are very stunning. Yeah, but I don't mm. want to have to deal with uh, It's Wax on a Troy, isn't it? Yeah. It's Wax on a Troy. That's your crush. Yeah. 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 And I'm not ashamed of that. She is a fantastic... One of my favourite characters in Star Trek. Mm-hmm. I when Her she appears, great. Yeah, and when she turns up on Deep Space Nine, I go, oh, we are about to have a good time. <laughs> Her episodes on Deep Space the Nine are thing, so good. Only critique. That accent, I'm glad she's got rid of it. In no, no, no. The, are you talking... Thingy's at Marina's at accent. Yeah. Not not Waxana Troy. Mm. Um but yeah. Oh yeah, love that character. But yeah, when she pops up there's some drama every time. Yeah, I fucking love it. <laughs> um Okay, D Space Nine. Oh, actually. Oh. Oh no, I know. <laughs> oh I know. I have an answer. Okay. Either Dax. Yeah. 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 They're both yeah. great. What about Kira though? Because Kira has an amazing body. Yeah. Her bum. I I look at her bum all the time. <laughs> See, I have three, and my third one's the weirdest one, but mm. it also makes sense. Yeah. Because clearly, gay character. Uh huh. And you should know. Garrick. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> I was gonna say Wayun. No. <laughs> no. No. I'd, it's the shade for me. I'm right. Just like, Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I imagine I would be like, I'd be like busy mates with Garrick. I'd be like, oh, girl, you're so funny. You're so <laughs> funny. Like, you go fuck Bashir. <laughs> Bashir sometimes, like in the you, earlier seasons, sometimes. No, that, that looks too easy to throw around. And, but and, no, for me, no. it's um, it, it's uh, Daddy Cisco. It's, it's <laughs> like when Cisco gets the beard. <laughs> my panties drop, bitch. My panties drop. And he has a deep voice. I love a deep voice. Oh, my goodness. But when he's grown up, Jake Sisko. <laughs> I'm not into kids. Don't start with me. <laughs> Don't you start with me. No, uh, but Jake Sisko in the last couple of seasons. Oh, my goodness. What a man. 
Oh, what a man he grew up into. What a man, what a man, what a man, what a mighty good man. He's got such a big penis. <laughs> <laughs> Look it up. Look it up. <laughs> Star Trek thing. Voyager. Star Trek Voyager. Oh, okay. It has to be seven. seven they got, yeah. When they added seven, I'm sorry, they got me. Before that, it yeah. actually was Janeway. Yeah. You know, for I me, went for a big banana face. Yeah, Balana's hot. Balana yeah. is hot. Balana is hot. I, for me, it's Harry Kim. Harry mm. Kim. Harry Kim, like, he, like, yeah. yeah. He's pretty. He's pretty. He, he yeah, he is pretty. And actually, even sometimes, there's a couple of times I'd be looking at Tuvok like, all right. <laughs> all right, Mr. Tuvok. <laughs> like, when he has that bad dream when he's naked, I'm like, oh, look at his shoulders. <laughs> like, oh, work, Tuvok. And then when it, like, you know, even the other Vulcan Vorik, he, he's sometimes, sometimes they do some weird tanning shit to make him look like kind of Romulan in the last couple of seasons. I'm like, what the fuck? Why is he looking like a Simpson? But um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, that's probably mine for Voyager. Everyone was always after Jakote though. Like everyone wanted Jakote's dick. Like why? Yeah, and he, you know that he's lying to them. Fucking, he draws that tattoo on every day because each episode it looks slightly different. <laughs> They can get stencil for that shit. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Um, okay, Enterprise. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, first of all, the whole cast, the men and women, apart from Dr. Flocks, no shade. But like, <laughs> they are all gorgeous. Go- uh, maybe apart from Malcolm Reed, the security guy. I don't know. He, he, he reminds me of like an ex. So he kind of, anyway. But oh, for me... Commander Tucker, Commander, the sweet southern sounds of Commander Tucker. Oh my goodness. But also rewatching it, Tapal. Oh my goodness. Tapal is so mm. sexy. My goodness. And such a good actor. Such a good fucking actor. Um, for you? Yeah, I. Mm. Not again, not as invested in that series. So, I can't. You gotta be invested in the titties, though. <laughs> <laughs> There's some good titties, men and women. <laughs> uh, well, I know you've not seen it. I yeah, mean, do you even know the cast? I'm, I've definitely known Depaul very well. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, everyone knows Depaul. Okay, um, <laughs> original series. Oh, 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 it's Spock. Yeah. Oh, and Spock in Strange New Worlds. That, oh, <laughs> fucking Ethan Peck. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Please make an OnlyFans. Please. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. That first episode of Strange New Worlds. The first yep. scene. Yep. Titties! <laughs> Just put his fucking pecs. Ethan fucking peck emphasized the peck. Just put not even a picture of his face, just his pecs right here. <laughs> so I can just squeeze them right now. Oh look. We don't even have sex. I just don't touch your titties, man. Just let me touch your titties. <laughs> and Spock with a beard, literally like, oh I like oh And I was watching Strange New Worlds with my mum. Do you know what kind of experience that is? Like the first episode opens with Ethan's pecs. Did your mum do the, the typical black thing of there's uh, awkward or Well usually she tells sexy. me off if I say someone's sexy she'll be like she'll be like oh, stop and then but he, she was like he is fine and I'm like no, um, but did she do the typical black thing of why are you watching? 
No, because even she was like, oh my God, like it was, it was mouth-watering sexiness. I couldn't, oh, I've never wanted to, anyway. <laughs> I was about to go, oh, it was about to be too much. Um, yeah, what show were we saying originally? I think that's enough. I think that's a great place to end the episode. Oh, well. You know? It's been fun. So much was said, yet there's so much more to say. Uh, galaxies. To go Quadrants. where no drag queen has gone before. <laughs> to seek out new bullshit to talk about. <laughs> to visit strange new topics. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note. Are we really ending it there? Yeah. 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 There'll be more. Okay. If the people want it. Live long and prosper, Efton. And set your phases to stunning. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to be my entrance line on Drag Race. That's it. That's it. It's a wrap. (laughs) Peace.